Hi, welcome to Bisexual Real Talk. My name is Alex Anders and I am a best-selling bisexual romance author and one of the creators of Fluid Style Co., a clothing company created for bisexuals. Bisexual Real Talk is a show where each week I talk about the latest developments, studies, and strides made by the bisexual community. Sometimes I'll talk about what's going right, other times I'll talk about what's going wrong. But always you'll feel empowered and like you found the place where you belong. And if this podcast ever sounds like a YouTube channel, that's because it is. You can always check out Bisexual Real Talk on YouTube and join the conversation in the comments section there. Until then, welcome to Bisexual Real Talk, and let's talk about bisexuality. Hi. So today we're going to be talking about Harry Styles and something that came out about him and bisexuality. And we're going to do that after I mention this video is brought to you by my bisexual t-shirts on Amazon. The links to it is in the description below, but we'll talk more about that when at the end of the video. Right now, let's talk about Harry Styles. So for those of you who don't know who Harry Styles is, he is the ex-slash-current member of a boy band called One Direction. And um, if you don't know, there have been a lot of his fans who have been shipping him with a particular bandmate of his. Why? Because... Harry Styles seems to, for a long time, been very comfortable showing his affection for that particular bandmate in public. Whether it's, you know, him touching him with his arm around him, or whether they're holding hands on stage, or whether or not, like, he's giving him, like, a kiss on the cheek. And because it's always seemed very natural when Harry Styles did it, a lot of his fans, of course, tried to ship him. Um, and he knows this is, you know what's surrounding him and he knows that his fans want to do this and he's gotten a number of questions you know asked posed to him in interviews about this and when he has answered this question in the past about his sexuality he said things along the lines of that he doesn't feel a need to really define himself in such a way okay so this is who he is and he's also been you know supportive of non-heterosexual rights over the years so this is harry styles what happened this past week and a half that has brought him into the bisexual news? Well, Harry Styles is on tour, and he decided to introduce two new songs to his repertoire on tour. One of them, one of them is called Medicine. And before I tell you what the lyrics are, I'm going to point out this little writing style note. Okay, so we have all listened to songs, and we know how songs are structured. It's always... Verse, 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 chorus. And the chorus is usually like louder, or more boisterous, or more fun. And then it goes back into, you know, verse, verse, verse. And then chorus. And it's, you know, it's called the hook. It's really important to a song for it to be popular. It has to be structured in this particular way. So if a song is structured outside of this particular style, it's considered to be jarring, especially the part that breaks that rhythm. It's jarring. Okay, so why do I mention that? Because the song Medicine is structured oddly. In fact, the structure of the song is verse, 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 chorus, loud, loud, loud chorus, and then verse, verse, and then suddenly a loud section, which is loud like the chorus, but it's not the chorus. So because of the structure, this particular section of the song is very jarring. And 
everyone will, of course, pay more attention to that section of the song because it is jarring. So let's say if you were to put a message in this particular part of the song, it is a message that will resonate loudly amongst listeners. So let's now listen to what brought him into the bisexual news and what the lyrics are that he put in this part of the song that really stands out. So here are the lyrics. He sang, the boys and the girls are here. I mess around with them and I'm okay with it. So in this part of the song, which is guaranteed to be jarring and to grab people's attention, he put in these lyrics that implies that he messes around with guys and girls and he's okay with it. This is the same guy who's for years have been dealing with questions about his sexuality, dealing with, you know, people talking about him being in love with one of his bandmates. So in the framework of, of the way people kind of deal with him, he introduces this song and sings it to a stadium full of people. Now, I was hesitant to talk about this initially because, you know, I try to be a good person and I try to only mention people's, uh, people's sexual identity after they've talked about it. I tried. Lord knows, you, can, you know, obviously that doesn't always work out, um, but I tried. In this case, I was planning on doing that until I decided to take my advice from last week, which is think bisexual first. Because there are two ways you can kind of interpret what is going on with Harry Styles. First of all, you can interpret it as this dude is bisexual and he is, this is him coming out as bisexual. That's one way of interpreting it. The other way of interpreting it is that he is an incredible asshole. So why do I say that? Because, well, he knows that he has a certain segment of his fan base that really wants him to be bisexual, especially bisexual with his, um, with his bandmate. And he knows this. And if he is just throwing that in there because he thinks it's funny or because he's trolling his members or because he's, he's his uh, fan members or if he's queer baiting them, then that pretty much just makes him an asshole. But if you look at it from the perspective of think bisexual first, things kind of become super, super clear. So let's, instead of trying to do everything we can to preserve his heterosexuality as if it were some sort of prize, if we were to go into this situation and first explore the idea that he's bisexual, before we explore the idea that he might be heterosexual or homosexual, well, what does it look like? It looks like this is a guy who's been very um, comfortable with showing affection for other men in public. This is a guy who has openly shown his support for all things not heterosexual. And this is a guy who on stage introduces a song where he talks about him messing around with guys and girls and he's okay with it. I mean, when you look at it from the perspective of think bisexual first, this is a dude who is trying his very best to tell the public that he has feelings for both boys and girls or for guys and girls and that his, you know, because of his career, because of the pressure around him, he might not be able to say it, but at least he can express it through his art. 
So when you look at it from the perspective of think bisexual first, there's really only one real way to interpret it. And that's him not being an asshole. And that's him just really trying to be a part of a group and let other people know that he's a part of a group in a way that in other, wise, in other ways he can't. And that's really interesting when you change your perspective. And, and in fact, I'd like to do this again. And I'd like to do this with another singer, um, this time Eminem. Because you might remember this back in December, uh, a couple months ago. Eminem did, a, a, did an interview with Vulture Magazine. Man, Vulture Magazine just keeps on getting these scoops with bisexuals. Anyway, so Vulture Magazine in this interview, and I will read out the section that's you know, applicable here. And I'm going to, you know, talk about it later. So in this interview, the interviewer asked the question, do you date? To this, Eminem responds, it's tough. Since my divorce, I've had a few dates and nothing's panned out in a way I wanted to make it public. Dating's just not where I am lately. In which case, the interviewer asks, when you're dating, well, how do you meet people? Tinder? And he responds, I mean, yeah. And the surprised journalist asks, are you serious? And Eminem responds, yeah, Tinder. And then the surprised interview says, really? And then Eminem responds with a laugh and says, and Grinder. I also used to go to strip clubs. And the interviewer says, I think a lot of long-term relationships start in strip clubs. And Eminem responds, what can I say? Going to strip clubs is how I was meeting some chicks. It was an interesting time for me. So this is what Eminem said. Now, for those of you who don't know Eminem, um, Eminem had a bit of a history of being a homophobe. So to hear him say this was a, a little, little jarring. Um, and I want to point out that after this interview came out, some of his people came out and said that Eminem was joking when he said this. However, Eminem has never said that he was joking. In fact, Eminem had an opportunity to address this in another interview with, this time with iHeartRadio. And in this interview, he, you know, talks about the reputation he has of being homophobic. And he points um, out that he thinks it started um, with his song, My Name Is. And in it, he talks about how one of his teachers tried to get with him and how the problem was that his teacher was a dude. And... He and Eminem believes that this is what people jumped onto and then started saying he's a homophobe because of. And him being the rebel at the time said, okay, well, you think I'm a homophobe? Well, I'll show you a homophobe. And then said things that, you know, weren't great. But this is him now. That's back when he was in his early 20s. Now he's like 45 years old. And this is him talking, you know, thinking back on it. And when addressing his interview with Vulture Magazine, where his, you know, his people came out and said he was joking, Eminem did not. Eminem instead said that, uh, well, he admitted that he may have, quote unquote, said things that went a little too hard, end quote. And he said that he knows that some people have, quote unquote, misunderstood what he was doing. Now, there are two ways you can look at that. You can look at it from the perspective of trying to preserve his heterosexuality as if it were some sort of prize, or you can look at it from perspective of think bisexual first. 
Okay, so if you look at it from perspective of Think Bisexual first, and you take into account that the dude is 45 years old, and meaning, you know, a couple of videos ago I talked about how, you know, the older you are, the tougher it is to be bisexual, to like, admit that you're bisexual, and the, like the, the more that you've grown up with an attitude that it's not acceptable. So, you know, think of it from the perspective that he's like 45 years old. Think of it from the perspective that he exists within the hip-hop community, and the hip-hop community, like the country music community, can be very homophobic. So taking it from all that perspective, and you think take from the perspective of think bisexual first, and and then take into consideration that he did not deny that he used Grinder in his follow-up interview. He did not say that he was joking when he mentioned the whole Grinder thing in his follow-up interview. And at no point did he ever say that he was heterosexual in the follow-up interview. And really, come on now, is it so hard for a 45-year-old man to admit his heterosexuality? Yeah, that's never been a hard thing in the history of, of life. So if he were heterosexual, it would have been the easiest thing in the world for him just to say it, just to clear it up, just to say he was joking. People would have accepted and gone on. But when you look at it from the perspective of think bisexual first, you see it as him going, yeah, yeah, people might have un misunderstood what I was doing there. <laughs> he didn't say that misunderstood the fact that he might be bisexual, just that there might be a misunderstanding there. And he might have gone a little too hard when he said that. But if you think bisexual first, this clearly comes across as a man who is bisexual and trying to figure out how he could rectify his past and trying to share part of himself with the world. That's what happens when you change perspective on things. And that's not even the only thing I could talk about. In December, something else interesting happened. There's a guy who's president of the Philippines, the country of the Philippines. And he is what's called a strong man. And if you don't know what a strong man is, he's a person that uses very violent techniques in order to maintain his power. He was voted democratically, but one of the most famous things about him is that he, um, he had drug dealers killed when he was, I think, governor of one of the townships before he became president. So he's not afraid to have people killed. Um, and he's open about the fact that he's okay with having people killed. Yet, he, in December, was talking to an LGBT group, which on its own is weird because the Philippines is an extremely Catholic country. And, you know, Catholicism and anything that isn't straight, they don't really blend well. But yet, here he is, the president of this very, pre uh, very Catholic country, and he decides to address an LGBT group. And in that group... He uh, says that um, he supports gay marriage and that if he, if he feels that this is where the society is going and this will make people happy, um, then he supports it. And then he goes on to say that he has two gay brother-in-laws. And then he joked that he had questioned his gender identity himself when he was a young man. In fact, this is the quote. He says, when I was in high school, I did not know if I wanted to be a, a girl or boy. I mean, this is him. This is the strongman president of a Catholic country saying this to an LGBT group. So there are two ways, again, to look at this. You can look at it in a way in which case you're trying to preserve his heterosexuality, or you can look at it from the perspective of think bisexual first and go, this is like a 60-something-year-old man trying to frame what bisexuality is. Could he have possibly have framed it in the idea that he, in high school, was trying to figure out whether he was a boy or girl? Like, why would he be questioning whether he's a boy or girl? in high school like what think about that what would make a person a, a 60 year old man back when he was 13 12 14 
try to figure out whether or not that he was a boy or girl, other than bisexuality. So when you think of it from a think bisexual um, first perspective, it really, it really puts more bisexuals in the world than not. And I really, let's really think about this. If, if viewers decide to always think bisexual first, like what does that actually change? If you were going into a bar and instead of just assuming everyone in the bar is straight, which, hey, we're humans, we, we work on assumptions, and our knee-jerk response uh, assumption is always that the person is heterosexual. That's just the way we are. That's the way our brains work. But instead of doing that, what if we were to walk into a bar and think everyone here is bisexual until we get evidence otherwise? Because that's what we do with heterosexuals, right? Everyone is heterosexual until we get evidence otherwise. What if we did that with bisexuality? Like, in terms of you know oh, you saying oh I can't do that because it might make me un you know put me in an unsafe position, would it though? I mean would it really? Because if you're a guy, you don't walk into a bar and then hit on every woman there. If you do, you really shouldn't because clearly not everyone wants to be hit on. Not everyone is there for you to be hit to, for you to hit on them, and not everyone responds well to it. So if you would assume that everyone in the bar was bisexual, it doesn't mean that you you should be assuming that you should you can hit on everybody. So that doesn't change in any way. And um, it doesn't mean that everyone wants to have sex with you or sleep with you or anything. Like if you just walk into a bar and instead of thinking that everyone here is heterosexual until you have evidence otherwise, and you walk in thinking everyone here is bisexual unless you have evidence otherwise, the only thing that really changes is the fact that you stop feeling like you are the only bisexual in the room which is not bad. In fact, it makes you feel better and it gives you more confidence when you're going around talking to people. And when someone comes up and talks to you, whether they're male or female, you don't automatically shoot them down going, oh no, I, I've seen them talking to someone of the opposite gender, so clearly they're not into me, sort of thing. I think, I really think that we should really, really think about what it is if you were to live your life thinking bisexual first. I, I think that this is something that can change the way we sh uh, frame our world and also allow us to change the way we frame ourselves, to change the way we think about ourselves. So this is the video. I wanted to explore the idea um, of what Harry Styles was doing from the perspective of Think Bisexual First. And I'd love to know what you think. Do you think, looking at it from the Think Bisexual First perspective, that Harry Styles was trying to come out with what he was doing? Um, what do you think about Eminem? Also, how do you think that your life would change if you decided to start thinking bisexual first. I really love to know what your thoughts are. Let me know in the comments section below. But if you uh, would like to support the channel so that I can continue to do more videos like this, um, you can check out my t-shirts on Amazon. I have a lot of bisexual t-shirts on Amazon. They come in short sleeve, long sleeve, in sweatshirts and in hoodies. You can also check out my lapel pins on Amazon. I have the hearts and I have the word pride. Um, and you can always check out my bisexual romances um, all of that, you can find a link to in the description below.
If you would like to support this podcast or just pick up some really cool bisexual merchandise, you can check out my bisexual romances on Amazon. I write under the pen name A. Anders. You can check out my bisexual t-shirts on Amazon by searching for the company Bisexual Real Talk, and you can go to Fluid Style Co.'s website at www.fluidstyleco.com. There you'll find plaid flannels for women and plaid dress shirts for men, all in the pride flag colors, specifically the bisexual, queer, asexual, and sexually fluid flag colors. Please support the channel and check it out. Until the next podcast, stay cooler, my bisexual friend. Stay cooler. Bye.